Morning Faith Community Church. We're here once again on a daily devotional. We were in Acts chapter 6 yesterday. We started the first part, and we kind of held off because uh, Jason's uh, today, Acts chapter 7. It really kind of started in Acts chapter 6. So what's happening in Acts chapter 6 is uh, Stephen okay, is accused of blasphemy, and he's really going against a tradition. And I have to say it like tradition, <laughs> tradition, right? I mean, tradition is powerful. Right. And let us not let us not think that we don't have traditions. You know, go hang out with your wife during Christmas time and mess up one of those traditions and see what happens, <laughs> right? We are people that we like tradition and we don't like change. And Stephen, I mean, Jesus brought some change. Yeah, he did. Against the <clears throat> traditional embedded Jewish system. And uh, Stephen is taking that truth and he's going after it. He speaks a sermon in chapter 7, and it's about and going against tradition. Tell us a little bit about what's going on there. Yeah, Stephen just like comes in with a jackhammer at, at the foundation of their, their tradition. And, and what a lot of what he's speaking out against with like just incredible boldness, um, by the way, is, is he's, he's saying like you put God, you know, inside your your box and a huge part of the tradition of these religious leaders was about limiting god to a time limiting god to a a specific place especially Mm. like the 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 promised land the holy land Mm. and so what stephen does is he says look let's 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 go back let's Mm. look at history let's let's go back to the word yeah see what if it matches with tradition exactly so so uh where was it again that abraham was called out from was that Israel? Like, no, it wasn't Israel. Yeah. Like, and so he's he's going through like systematically through a timeline of the Old Testament and really challenging a lot of their preconceived ideas, and he's he's taking them back to the Word. And I think that's that's a huge takeaway from this because Stephen was the progressive of his mm. day, mm. right? The religious leader is like, this is how it's always been done. This is what our, this is what my father and his father before him did. Yeah. These are the things that we believe. And if you want to be a good Jew, Here's this what is do. what you need to believe. Yeah. And Stephen is, is progressive, but we can take that today too far, yeah. right? We could either get held back by our traditions or we can be wrongly persuaded to give up godly traditions. So let me ask you a couple of questions because you use that word progressive and it's like red flag. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, prog- <laughs> Never so, progressive. So here's, let's just, let's play, can I play devil's advocate? Sure. Okay. Um, homosexuality is right. Uh, the tradition is wrong. Uh, we're, why, what's the difference? Am I, am I, are those words being a Stephen against the tradition of the church or women in ministry? Women should be pastors. Uh, we're progressive. How do you? What was different in the way that Stephen yeah. was going after things, and the way that maybe that that person who's saying no homosexuality is correct is going after that? Yeah. So I think like there's there's traditions that we hold on to, like like when the piano was introduced to the church, like we can't do that; mm. it messes with tradition. When the guitar was introduced into the church, like okay, let's let's go back to God's word mm. and let's let's check it against God's word. Like, is there you know something wrong with with bringing these things into the church? And mm. we can see like no, there's there's actually you know, a multitude of instruments that we could use to praise God. And so when it comes to like the progressive issues of today, like homosexuality, like you mentioned, or or women in ministry, okay, let's, let's go back to God's word. Let's do what Stephen did. And I love what Stephen does is because he does, his argument is not based on, you know, well, the thinkers of today, Hmm. right? Like, or, 
you know, haven't you, you know, grown out of these traditions? Mm-hmm. He doesn't take Bible verses out of their context, but he goes back to the the fullness of of God's word and the story of of Israel's history. Yeah. And he says, "Look, I'm using God's word. Like you need to be freed from your your earthly tradition and realize that's not a, a biblical tradition." Yeah. So what what you're saying is that culture is not a good foundation for making decisions. Right. And people might look back and say, Stephen, the culture of the day was this Jesus stuff and all this, but that's not it at all. Yeah. He actually said, no, I care less about culture. I want truth. Yeah. I'm going to go back to the Word of God. I'm going to look at the Pentateuch. I'm going to look at the Torah, and we're going to walk through. And he does. He literally walks them through history. Yeah. And he doesn't. He didn't even mention Jesus by name yeah. until I think that the very end of yeah. of it is where he like makes the clearest reference to to Jesus. And, but uh, he's he's going back to God. Like, look, I want you to see this is not just my ideas or my thoughts or you know what society says we should do. Like, this is what God's Word says. Yeah. Sometimes what can happen is. Um, because it's new, it must be better. Yeah, it's a new thought; it has to be better. What the, the traditionalists can do sometimes is, if it's new, it's wrong. Yeah, right. And and both of those are actually based upon a timeline. It's not actually based upon anything that's solid and firm. And the Word of God is our it's our foundation. Right. The other thing that's interesting we see in Scripture, um, it's in the Gospels, is that, and and in these they think they find salvation, talking about the Scriptures. Yeah. Is there a right way and a wrong way to to use the Scriptures? I, I mean, yes. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I think that there's, there's the, the, the right way is making sure that we are, you know, like figuring out what, what God's intention mm. is. And and the wrong way is like, okay, let me go in with the idea. Let me figure out my intentions. Yes, let me <laughs> let me put my thoughts and try to find like, you know, Google verse for defending whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, like let's let's the what is what is counsel. yes, what is what is God's word actually saying yeah. here? Not how can I twist mm. you know, some out of context verses to make me win a little yeah. argument. It's really, um, we, we see the, uh, the word, it's exegesis and eisegesis. Yeah. Ek meaning out, iso meaning put into. When you want to find a church uh, that is preaching and taking everything out of the scripture, that's where we're getting the truth, not putting our modern day yeah. into it in order to kind of make it what it is yeah. and that kind of stuff. So look, walk through us because, um, I mean, it's not necessarily like the happy ending, right? You you think sometimes scripture is like, you stood up for Jesus, like awesome, like you get to go to Hawaii now and hang yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. But that's not always the case in biblical history in early church history but i think sometimes in the christian lives nowadays like we feel like it is and maybe that's not going to be always the case yeah and i so here we see in in verse 51 of of act seven stephen you know he's sort of like he's he's sort of not like jabbing them he like i said he doesn't mention jesus a whole lot he's he's getting in his groove and then he's like okay once it hits verse 51 he says you stiff-necked people with uncircumcised hearts and ears Mm -hmm. okay like the punching punching gloves are on like he's he's coming at them uh and he says you are always resisting the holy spirit Mm -hmm. uh as your ancestors did and so he's built up this argument of like you know there's our our forefathers, you know, from from Abraham, Moses, Joseph, um, you know, he's he's saying like how, what 
how they were sort of rejected. Mm. Uh, and you would think that the people of Stephen's day would have learned the lessons. Yeah. But now he's like, no, you're just like yeah. them. Yeah. Um, your ancestors did you also, you do also. Which of the prophets did your ancestors not persecute? They even killed those who foretold the coming of the righteous one, who betray, whose betrayers and murderers you have now become. You've mm. killed Jesus. You've killed the prophet. Mm. You received the law under the direction of angels and yet have not kept it. Mm. Right? So he just like, just the boldness of just saying, look, okay, my words, yeah. I'm not, I'm not persuading them. Yeah. To, like now we have to, to come in and, and really hit them with the truth. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes the truth stings mm. a little. Sometimes the truth stings a lot. And, you know, I think, some things that I've I learn as I read through Stephen's sermon here, uh, and one thing I think is really interesting is I think it's common for us today to like when we're under attack, it's like okay, let me go back to my pastor, let me mm-hmm. go back to mm-hmm. you know my who discipled me. Yeah. Stephen doesn't doesn't call for Peter, he doesn't yeah. call for John. What, yeah. does, what does he do instead? Yeah, he stands up and he's he's a man a man after God's own heart. Right? Yeah. I mean he is he is he's ready. To make a defense, yeah, and it's really cool to watch because it's it's almost, and I don't necessarily see it in scripture here, but it's almost as if the first parts were like that was like his study, mm-hmm. like he was going, going, and going, and then finding it's like almost like the spirit, yeah, and the second part is like the spirit <laughs> just being like bam hitting it, which leads toward to his 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 death, yeah, right. I, they're not ready to kill him yet until he like puts on those punching gloves and says, nah. Here's here's here. Essentially, he said, "Just because you're born a Jew doesn't make you a Jew." Yeah. And we see this in in Romans nine with Paul. Like, just because the the blood doesn't make it, you have to believe, and it's credited to you as righteousness. And just because we have the Word of God, we have the Torah. Just because we have the phylacteries. Just because we have all the traditions. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're right with God. You've got to have right relationship with God. And he puts on those punching gloves and he goes. And what happens in verse 54? Finish this up for so us. So he says, when, when they heard these things, they were enraged and gnashed their teeth at him. Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, glazed into heaven. He knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. He saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. He said, look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. They yelled at the top of their voices, covered their ears, and together rushed against him. They dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. And the witnesses laid their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. Keep your, keep your uh, mind on, on that name. While they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And after saying this, he fell asleep. And so here we see uh, the, the first martyr, right? the, first, the first Christian to die for his faith. And so he proved you know, through this sermon that he you know, was a follower of Jesus, uh, that he, he used God's word uh, to, to show the truth, to bring himself to truth. Uh, he proclaimed the truth to others, and, and those factors all led, all led to his death. But it's been said that, that the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church, mm. and, and from here— the church just explodes. blew up. Yeah. Explodes. Yeah. It's interesting to me. Um, he he died, but he wasn't scared. Yeah. You know, I think we we talk a lot, and if you if you really think about death and stuff, um, people who are maybe having cancer, it's easy to just get paralyzed with fear. 
And uh, it reminds me of this of the in the Gospels it says you don't need you don't need to plan what you're going to say, like the Spirit the mm. Spirit's going to give you what to say to say, and He's going to give you the strength to yeah. say it. And I love that um, that He was He was peaceful, and He 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 listened to this. He He at that last moment, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. Yeah, it's so easy when you're in a fight. It's like they're the enemy, and look, I'm going to get them, and almost like those purgatory prayers, right? But <laughs> but Stephen, at that moment, he, like he really loved, he loved these people. Yeah. And he was trying, in love, telling them truth, and they just rejected. Yeah. And even in that rejection, he still is like, yeah, be yeah. gracious, God, be which gracious. Is, which is a really powerful testimony for us as as believers, so that when we, when we lose, you know, battles, when we... Mm. Uh, you know, court cases or whatever don't go our way when the 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 population turns against us. To like, look, I'm I'm doing what I'm doing out of out of love for yeah. you. This isn't this isn't me trying to hold on to my traditions. Mm-hmm. Like, this is me trying to share truth with you. Yeah, the importance of truth. Two plus two is four. I would encourage you guys to go back to your word to make sure you have answers. Be ready in and out of season. Yes, use your pastors. Yes, use your disciplers. But man, there might be a day in which those people aren't around, be ready right? and start now, start prepping. And uh, the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you. One day we are all going to face the Lord and let's hear well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen. God bless. Mm-hmm.